0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Weed Wednesday, Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star
2: and the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and
1: and the world world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email Tucson at gmail.com.
3: We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center
2: and Studio C, along with our many sponsors, for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find pimp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
1: Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and and educate. educate. Oh, here we go.
3: Here we go. There it is. Welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday. Somebody
1: was letting the bomb burn and it was doing really so bad we had it muted. We could not Oh my I had it muted all over the place because last time I found out that during the introduction if we don't miss things, you can just hear us talking about, oh, I don't know anything. So, you know, we decided we better
3: just May, for
0: the bestie, you know. This year, happy May, happy May, bestie. For the May, it's May for, for the
3: bestie. It's
1: May for, for the May, it's the bestie. Jerome, who knows the deal? Yeah, you know. Yeah,
3: because I did lose, and I'm okay with that.
1: All right. Mayfools, is there such a thing as Mayfools? There is now, all right. Happy Mayfools, everybody. What's everybody smoking or vaping? I've got all sorts of fun vapes. Um, I got these vapes at the uh, 420 event that uh, some of the Center was at at Earth Healing. Woo-hoo! I got some OG, I got Tahoe G, I got grape soda, which is really yummy. Wedding cake, um, there's another one in there, I don't know straw what it is.
3: Nana.
1: Oh, yeah, straw nana and granddaddy purple. So I got six fun flavors. Not so sure how I feel about them sale. Just read an article about how bad vaporizing was for you. How it uh, tears off the enamel on, on your teeth. It's not real, you know, depending on, oh yeah, they showed some serious teeth rot. Um, depending on what is in here as a carrying agent, what's in here, do we know? Or is it just cannabis Oh, see, that's what I was asking for. So this is just strictly vaporizing cannabis, so supposedly. Um, that's what they said. And, and we also got Groovy New 420 um, batteries. I hope they last forever because they're really, really, really cute. Yeah. They're cute. Okie dokie now. So welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. May 1st, again, 8.04. Oh, we now. Oh, and Tumbleweeds, we'd like to give a shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C for always sponsoring our show. Uh, You can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check it out. It's an awesome new website. You can also buy our new tinctures online. That's right. very inexpensive and very high quality, which is what we were aiming for. We wanted something where you didn't have to spend a million dollars to get an organic product. So way to go, tumbleweed. 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down, just get some information. You don't have to uh, be a patient or anything just to walk in the front door, which is nice. You can come in, get information, look around, ask some questions. Um, We've got doctors on staff six days a week, and uh, we've got naturopathic doctors, MDs, and they're flipping fantastic. We even do house calls. If you can't or, for whatever reason, don't want to come down, um, we can come to you. And if you have one of these qualifying medical conditions, you can get your marijuana card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, uh, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, or agitation of your neighbor's children.
3: <laughs> That'd agitation. <laughs> Shout out to the Hoffman Park folks.
1: In addition, you're eligible for your medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, which is wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And this is also good if you've got migraines, fibromyalgia, IBS, insomnia, because insomnia causes nausea and headaches and... Even the treatment—if you're getting treated for something, okay, TMI, um, so much color. And if if you're being—if the medicine's causing headaches or nausea or the inability to eat, um, you can get certified. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email THC Tucson, that's T-U-C-S-O-N, Tucson, if you want to say it like that, that's fine,
0: uh,
1: at gmail.com. And you can just come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Um, also, if you go to com, and if you just get to the homepage right off the bat there, and you're up at the top. You can click on any one of the, um, on the address. You can, you'll get to a map. If you click the, the uh, email address, you'll get to an email. You can email us. And then if your computer allows it or your whatever device you're on allows it, you click the phone number and it'll call us. Mm. We didn't put the fax up there for a reason. Because <laughs> I don't think you can just, I don't know if you can fax from your computer to your fax here.
3: To
1: your back. down at the bottom. back to of course. So there you go. Uh, there you have it. Check it out. Check out the new staff we mm-hmm. have. We want to give a shout out to all our new staff. Awesome, awesome, awesome new staff. And our doctors rock. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> and today. We are going to do a little reading about glaucoma. Someone near and dear to my heart uh, is having um, some challenges with that. So we wanted to take a moment to to read about maybe how cannabis may, may, may or may not help with glaucoma. I've read various stories trying to find um, different ones to read today. This seems to be a good one. Um, explains a little bit about what glaucoma is and how cannabis may or may not help. Um, some doctors are torn. I think probably because they're just so used to their own medicine and they haven't done the research uh, needed to see the studies that are out there that have positively affected uh, glaucoma patients. And our very own federal government's patient is a glaucoma patient. So, you know, there you have it, LD. She gets 300 joints a month uh, every 25 days to help her glaucoma. So let's talk about it. What is glaucoma? Glaucoma is a condition where the optic nerve may suffer irreversible damage from increased intraocular pressure caused by fluid buildup. The abnormally high pressure on the eye can disrupt the transmission of optic nerve fibers to the brain, resulting in vision impairment or blindness if left untreated. Symptoms include blind spots, tunnel vision, headaches, severe eye pain, nausea, vomiting, blurred vision, halos around lights, and redness in the eye. So that's a, that's a lot going on with your eyes. It's the very vessel that keeps you so attuned to the world, <clears throat> you know. Um, You've got to take care of those things. Primary open-angle glaucoma is the most common, often going undetected as symptoms usually won't become noticeable until irreversible damage has occurred. Acute angle closure glaucoma is less common where the sudden onset of increased eye pressure rapidly increases and is considered a medical emergency. Glaucoma is a hereditary condition, making those at higher risk recommended to regularly see the ophthalmologist twice a year to check out ocular pressure. Uh, however, anyone is susceptible, so periodic visits every two to three years uh, to the ophthalmologist is advisable. There is currently no known cure, but catching glaucoma early is the key to preventing permanent vision impairment or blindness. Glaucoma is estimated to affect over 3 million people in the United States alone but as high as half don't even know they have it. And how can uh, cannabis help? Glaucoma is typically treated with eye drops or surgical procedures, depending on the severity of the condition, to decrease intraocular pressure and slow the progression. Cannabis has shown to lower intraocular pressure and also may act as a neuroprotectant, potentially inhibiting glaucoma advancement. Cannabis has long been associated with treating glaucoma symptoms. This is due in large part to a 1971 study, which concluded that smoking cannabis decreased intraocular pressure by an average of 25%. Folks, that's 1971 research there. But you don't have to smoke it anymore. And that's people's big freak out these days. Is, I don't want to smoke. But well, you don't have to smoke. It's okay. <laughs> don't worry. We're going to keep you safe. And <clears throat> we're going to keep you on a gummy. <laughs> whole host of anything okay at the time methods of consumptions were limited as the study only cited the efficacy of smoking as glaucoma treatment requires constant medicating cannabis was deemed effective but limited for uh, symptom management due to uh, the effects wearing off after three to four hours evidence now suggests that glaucoma uh, may also be a neurodegenerative disorder based on a March 2007 review This would indicate factors beyond just elevated eye pressure may contribute to the progression. Cannabis is widely known for its neuroprotectant properties, which shows promise for glaucoma patients. However, more research is needed to make a substantiated claim that cannabis can act as an inhibitor. Neuropathic optic nerve pain often resulting in severe headaches is common in glaucoma during advanced stages, uh, through its analgesic and anti-inflammatory properties, cannabis can be used as a potent pain reliever and may reduce swelling of the optic nerve. Nausea and vomiting may be combated through the antiemetic effects of cannabis. It is strongly recommended to consult with your ophthalmologist before starting a cannabis uh, regime, uh, regimen for glaucoma treatment. Um, and feel free to ask any of our knowledgeable patient consultants with any questions. Okay, this is coming from the apothecarium, and I'll post that on our blog right now so that if any of you folks want to go out there and and ask these folks a question you can't remember, um, this is just, I'm just passing on information. I don't know these folks. I don't know if they're experts or doctors or what. The research. In August 2002, a study focused on cannabinoids for potentially treating glaucoma sites, um, the uh, antioxidant effects, and suppression of apoptosis. Topical treatments were examined in addition to particular cannabinoid combinations that may provide the most effective relief. A study published in May 2004 thoroughly explores the effects of cannabis has on glaucoma, isolating and identifying cannabinoids that lower eye pressure. This study summarizes notable cannabis research on glaucoma up until 2004. A 2008 study examines the potential cannabinoids may have on glaucoma, suggesting the modulation of the endocannabinoid system makes cannabis a viable alternative to conventional treatments. The endocannabinoid system potentials as a therapeutic agent for glaucoma was the focus of the 2016 study using the foundational knowledge of previous studies demonstrating lowered intraocular pressure and citing the neuroprotectant properties of cannabis. Um, and then there are there's a whole list of uh, references and, of course, keeping it out of the hands of someone that's uh, not 21. And here is L.V. Musica, our very own federal government patient. This is what she has to say.
0: Hey, my name is Elvi Musica, And I have glaucoma. I was diagnosed with glaucoma in 1975. Within a year, I already knew that nothing, but absolutely nothing that was on the market then worked for my glaucoma except marijuana. And that was a frightening thought because I had believed every lie that had ever been told about it, proving that ignorance, blindness, I went ahead and had surgeries that left Very shortly thereafter, took me out of the bank where I was working. One of the benefits of using marijuana is that most of us drop all the solid drugs that really do a number on our heads. And that make it difficult for us to stay healthy between our liver and our kidneys and everything else about us. It's other fields to take care of everything else. I don't have to deal with that. I did discover marijuana, and pretty soon I found that's the only medicine I ever needed.
1: There you go. There you have it. Golf clap for that. We had LB on our show. It was a couple of years ago now? Wow. Gosh. Yeah, four or five, two or three, three, four. I don't know. She's a wonderful lady and one of the last of the surviving um, folks that got admitted into our government's experimental cannabis program. I think she's one of three. Well, there's three left, I think. But one's not getting treated. One person is, is not getting treated, and I know one of them passed away. So that's your federal government for you. But there you have it. Um, and anecdotally, we, we see so much over at Tumbleweed Health Center. We, we get a lot of patients that come in for glaucoma. And we get a lot of patients that just come in to try CBD first for it. And what we ta- what we say is, you know, it may or may not work for you. Always consult with your physician. Um, but it is an incredible uh, addition to add to whatever it is that you're doing. And we've got, you know, plenty of anecdotal testimony, but you got to see for yourself. And it's, you know, <clears throat> it's frustrating that our government has told everybody uh, up until now how bad it's been, you know, and now secretly they're all buying farms and. <laughs> And the FDA is approving uh, cannabinoids in other countries, not ours. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. What are you guys smoking over there, Carmelicious? You guys can't even get into it. Where are you? Anyway, our federal government, those guys. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, it's in the law. The law is, law don't go around here. Did you know? 94% of Americans favor legalization of medical marijuana. But let me just tell you, folks, even if you use it recreationally, it's still medical.
3: That's right.
1: That's right. 66% of Americans think marijuana should be legal in general. Okay, so see. There you go. We've duped 94% of
3: Americans. <laughs> but
1: almost 100% of everybody thinks it should be medical. 94% think it should be medical. But that's what I'm saying. You guys over here, come on now. Get in your game and get up to your 99th percentile. We can do 99 We can do 99%. <laughs> I think it's beat that. (laughs) I know California that. Ninety-two percent of the oncology providers surveyed in Illinois, Massachusetts, and Washington said they would help children um, with cancer get medical marijuana. I think that they would help them if a child came into their office and had wasting syndrome or Migraines or um, nausea, or constant vomiting, or you know epilepsy or seizures. I think someone would be very quick to help them. One percent of doctors in Massachusetts are registered with the state and allowed to recommend marijuana. One percent. That is quite a few doctors. One percent of a lot is a lot. You know, I'm not saying. All right. (laughs) 165 million dollars was saved in Medicare prescriptions in 2000. 13 by states that had legalized medical marijuana. Didn't you know, you know, medical marijuana thing or medi- Medicare thing. Boo. Oh yeah, that's 2013. Wow. So this is 2019, folks. Hey, and this is one. <clears throat> this is a special time edition of of our magazine. It's called Marijuana: The Medical Movement, which I got it from. That part of talking, I don't like any. All right, 44% of patients with a severe type of epilepsy were significantly helped by a marijuana-based drug called Epidiolex For a recent double-blind study, the drug won FDA approval <clears throat> in 2018. Yeah, you want to spend $40,000 a year? <gasps> I hope a car a year. Well, he couldn't. like <laughs> four or five. All right. All right, this is an interesting little article here. Uh, We've got some champions of medical marijuana. (laughs) These eminent faces stand publicly on the side of giving pot a chance to treat health problems. We start first with the Dalai Lama. The Tibetan Buddhist leader speaks a lot about compassion in a professional capacity and, well, on Twitter, quote, we all want to live a happy life which is our right, and the key to doing so is developing compassion for others, quote, he tweeted to his 7.7 million Twitter followers in October 2017. Four years earlier, in October 2013, the now 83-year-old spiritual leader specified a group who had his compassion, patients in need of medical help via marijuana. During a Mexico City event addressing whether the country should legalize a drug for health purposes, the Agents France Press reported that the 14th Dalai Lama said that although he was not in favor of recreational marijuana, he was in favor of the exception, using it for health reasons. In 2017, Mexico's Congress voted overwhelming uh, to legalize medical marijuana. <laughs> Your Holiness, is that what you call them? We can chat. We can chat. I did come to see you. I did go to see the Dalai Lama in San Francisco in 1990, no, 6, 97, somewhere around there. And we had the nosebleed seats up in the San Francisco opera. I don't even know how I got tickets to this, but you could feel his energy. It was really, really amazing. So anytime you would like to chat, we can chat about medical cannabis and how it's just all the same. It is all the same. Whoopee! Some people don't like Whoopi very much anymore because of her little talk show, (laughs) her her tiny little talk show. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Quote, the vape pen has changed my life, quote, wrote actress Whoopi Goldberg in 2014 in an essay. No, I'm not exaggerating. She said she's been using the THC oil-filled vapor pen for pain management. Goldberg, 63, says she turned to medical marijuana to ease the glaucoma-induced headaches that she wrote, come on like freight trains, like boom, my head starts hurting, my eyes start bugging, my whole body starts to tense up. She even credited with relieving her menstrual cramps, telling Rolling Stone, quote, periods affect your life, affect your productivity, quote. The Academy Award-winning star and longtime co-host of ABC's The View is such a believer in the healing power of pop that she has gone into the legal weed business. She partnered with businesswoman uh, Maya Elizabeth to, uh, to form Whoopi and Maya, which produces topical cannabis products, including a bath soap, tinctures, and salve products meant to help with pain from headaches, back problems, muscle spasms, runner's knee, and period pain. And I tell you now, it's been four months since I've had to use anything for those monthly, and that is a game winner. Those things suck. Cramps suck. All right, Dr. Oz, here we go. In 2015, physician and cardiothoracic surgeon Mehmet Oz devoted a full episode of his daytime shock show, The Dr. Oz Show, to medical marijuana with a clear point of view. He believes that using marijuana instead of opioids as pain medicine could be the answer to our country's current opioid crisis. Damn right. And yes, we have a crisis. More than 50 million people are dying every day from overdosing on opioids. Oz58 told his audience of 4 million, he feels marijuana could provide a safer alternative for chronic pain management. Quote, research shows states where medical marijuana is legal have nearly 25% fewer prescription pill overdoses, he explained. That translates to 1,700 fewer deaths so far. In September of 2017, Oz called on his audience to uh, to support the plant as medicine, starting a petition on change.org, asking the National Institute of Health to quadruple its spending on medical marijuana research. As he said on Fox and Friends in 2017 about medical marijuana, quote, people think it's a gateway drug to narcotics. It may be the exit drug to get us out of the narcotic epidemic. Damn right. That's pretty awesome. Those are pretty big statements. And we should be quadrupling even, I mean, tenfold. We need, we need way more studies. And they're coming. They're definitely coming. All right, then. Melissa Etheridge first rocked the charts in 1988 with her hit song, Bring Me Some Water. And while battling breast cancer in 2005, the Grammy Award-winning artist, now 57, found pain relief through a much different natural element, medical marijuana. My stress level and all things I felt contributed to my cancer 12 years ago, she told Billboard magazine in 2016. I absolutely treat them every day by smoking cannabis and keeping a balance in my life. She is such a proponent of the treatment. She's talked about launching her own brand of medical cannabis treatments, including balms, edibles, and oil cartridges. I just feel really strongly about the medical aspect of cannabis, Esbridge said. Unfortunately, her passion for the plant hasn't crossed as many borders as she has. In August 2017, Etheridge was arrested after her tour bus crossed the border from Canada into North Dakota, and she was found with a vapor pen filled with THC oil and marijuana-infused balm. She pleaded guilty and in November was sentenced to probation and ordered to pay a fine. For a vape pen? And some balm? Oh, oh, Canada. Oh, North Dakota. Oh, you just. Oh, that's why. Oh, 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 that's just wrong. <gasps> Sorry, Canada. <laughs> I wonder where she got that big pen. Canada. <laughs> all right. Patrick Stewart. Uh, I just can't see anything with Star Trek when I look at this guy. doesn't matter how fancy a suit you're in, all I see is your little triangle. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Stewart, yes, you will. After years of leading the Starfleet as Star Trek's Captain Jean-Luc Picard, practice, uh, British actor Patrick Stewart stood up for a crew in 2016 when he announced his support of Oxford University's Cannabis Research Plan. The following March, the actor, now 78, explained, two years ago in Los Angeles, I was examined by a doctor and given a note which gave me legal permission to purchase from a registered outlet cannabis-based products, which I was advised might help the uh, orthoarthritis in both my hands, he said. He had been spraying the cannabis oil on his thumb joints, which left him with a tingling sensation and less pain. I believe that the ointment and spray have significantly reduced the stiffness and pain in my hands, he said. I can make fists, which was not the case before Uh, I began the treatment, and perhaps the final frontier isn't space but the legalization of marijuana mm-hmm. <bungalow> now, is a creative writer. You know who else is a creative writer?
3: puff, 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 puff. I'm gonna smoke some weed You only got $20 in my pocket I'm a huttin', lookin' for a bite shop. This is fuckin'
2: Hello, hello my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs will be like Aw, oh, they got volcanoes I'm
3: gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a huntin', lookin' for a bot shop This is fucked
2: So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't.
3: Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke. Special interest groups are nothing more than propaganda. Let's end the war on weed. The people have agreed. These special interest groups have.
1: Weekday Wednesday, everybody. It is May 1st again for the bestie. If you're tuning in halfway through the show, that's right. We still right have. <laughs> uh, yeah, online orders are coming on through. <laughs> Woohoo! Go to doubleweekshelpcenter.com and order up your tinctures. We will have other products up there soon. Right now, we are testing the waters with the system itself to make sure that. Um, We can actually place the orders and and then ship them out. (laughs) All right. uh, Welcome back. Thank you, Tumble Week Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard for coming on down. Come on down, get certified. Come get some CBD. Come get some information. We're still selling pipes and things like that, right? I mean, is everybody just so into the vape craze that they don't buy pipes anymore? we still got some old schoolers that come in. And and our pipes are so pretty. And they're handmade. And they're local glass. And we love our local artists. Um, They're just awesome. Some of them are so pretty. You just don't even want to. You don't want to even smoke at them. You just want to, like, put them up and look at them and be like, yeah, that's mine. Um, We have an awesome new website. It's pretty, pretty, pretty. On the homepage, you can find out all about us. We just won for the fourth year in a row Best Certification Center, woohoo! And check it out, Best Education Center. Can you dig it? Um, certifications. You can get certified at Tumaweez Health Center, and explains um, first of all explains uh, what qua- conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card, and then it tells you about our services. For just $249, which includes the state fee, the doctor fee, and the filing fee, uh, you get your cannabis card. Bring your certified record, something in the last 12 months, from a uh, doctor that signed and lists your condition and that it's chronic and everything that's going on. If you are on food stamps, Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, haha, say that four times, no. <laughs> 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 if Um, Sometimes. Sometimes they'll approve the others because it's kind of the same system. Oh, the first year I think they do. Then they want you to register here. So you can't do it for multiple years, but you can use your card from another state for SNAP, for here, for a $75 discount. That's right. That's a lot of money, folks. That is a lot of money. Um, If you do not have current medical records and you have a condition that we can evaluate you for, that's an additional $50 turns into a two-day process. So you pay the $50 one day to get your evaluation. You come back and you visit with a different doctor, and you pay the either 249 or the 174 or whatever it might be if we're having a special. You pay that rest, that fee, and we get you done. Get you certified. It takes two weeks to get your card at least these days. If you know someone that is deaf or hard of hearing, um, we interpret free of charge. Patients under 18 are accepted. Um, they must have current medical records with the diagnosis. There is an ID that's required. Two doctor appointments are required. We uh, do give you a discount for so one of those since you're coming for both. To ours, we give you a discount. There's a $200 caregiver fee. Really wish the state of Arizona would let that go, but they won't. Uh, there is a state fee also of $150, and the caregiver is required to get two sets of fingerprints or just one. Two, two. Two sets of fingerprints. And you can go right across the street to the Academy of Driving, uh, uh, right across from San Luis Health Center and get those done for, like, 50 bucks or less, uh, something like that. Maybe even like 25 or something like that. Uh, but it's it's faster, easier than, and if you don't want to go to the sheriff's office, um, <laughs> yeah, you don't. Um, you can get your fingerprints done there. Health calls. We do house calls. If you, like I said, if you can't get out, you don't want to get out of your house, your health care facility, we'll come to you. And the price varies. There is a, there's a travel fee. So that just varies on how far you are from us. And if you go to another doctor and you get certified and they don't do the processing and you're scared to do it or you don't want to do it, we will do it for $35. We also have a cannabis consultation. You get a half hour, 15, 30 minute consultation excuse me, allergies are about in Arizona, Um, you get a cannabis consultation to discuss uh, anything you want to discuss about your medicine, and it's a good idea to do to take a little more time if you're unsure or if you had more questions after you left your uh, first visit, and that's just $50, and if you, there's a place to book an appointment, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. In addition, you're eligible for for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition, or just a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that uh, produces severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis.
4: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona Medical Marijuana Card.
1: That's right. Get to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Push on any of the buttons, you'll get to contact us or give us a call. 520 838 4430. You can email Tucson at gmail.com. I apologize for the sneezing. I'm not sure that my canvas is helping my out. Good. I a nice Have a in there.
3: Have a oh, yeah. Else to try making
1: through my notes. just kidding you guys silver sister you can... all right we are continuing some reading out of the special time edition of uh, this magazine I love it I love that the big, big folks and this these are champions of medical marijuana this is their list With Olivia Newton John's coming up but not yet right now we got dr. Sanjay Gupta neurosurgeon sanjay gupta 49 wasn't always in favor of cannabis but in 2013 the good doctor explained why he was changing his tune quote i was too dismissive of the loud chorus of legitimate patients whose symptoms improved on cannabis quote gupta wrote for cnn as the network's chief medical correspondent we have been terribly and systematically misled for nearly 70 years in the united states and i apologize for my own role in that quote between 2013 and 2015, Gupta created a three-part CNN documentary, which you can find on Tumbleweeds Health Center, good. Um, and it was a series called Weed, presenting compelling evidence that marijuana has real medical value. Gupta's stance is now vehemently in favor of using the plant as medicine. As he wrote in 2015, we should legalize medical marijuana, we should do it nationally, and we should do it now. That's right. You're right, little man. He's a little doctor. He's a tiny little doctor. All right. Morgan Freeman. Oh, greatest actor. This guy rocks. Uh, famous for a voice so soothing that it even calmed drivers through directions and traffic on the Waze app. Actor and narrator Morgan Freeman sometimes needs some soothing of his own. When chronic physical pain overtakes him, the Academy Award winning actor and star of the Shawshank Redemption said he found that healing solution with cannabis. Quote, I have fibromyalgia pain in this arm. The 81-year-old told The Daily Beast in 2015, and the only thing that offers any relief is marijuana. He also stated that he believes marijuana has many useful uses. Adding, they're talking about kids who have grand mal seizures, and they've discovered that marijuana eases that down to where these children can have a life. That right there to me says, legalize it across the board. Damn right. Anybody that gets their life back. It's happening. It's so happening. It's happening. Not fast enough. Oh, Olivia Newton John. I just start wanting, (laughs) why do I want to sing like Grease songs? I know. I can't even help it. Grease lightning. All right. Diagnosed with breast cancer more than 25 years ago, Olivia Newton John underwent chemotherapy and a partial mastectomy. In May 2017, the singer, now 70, found out her cancer had returned and spread to her lower spine. The pain level was really the hardest thing, she told Australia's 60 Minutes in the fall of 2017 about the reoccurrence, so much so that performing shows was agonizing. So in addition to, treatment to uh, in treatments to stem the disease, one of the pain therapies Newton-John turned to was medical marijuana grown by her husband, John Easterling, to whom she's been hopelessly devoted for more than 10 years. I think we need to change the vision of what is, because... It helped me greatly, and it helps with pain and inflammation. Yeah, and that's the darn truth.
4: Oh, marijuana. We love it.
3: All
1: right. How many people's pets are on pop? Let's hear (laughs) it. Let's see what Time Magazine has to say about your pet on pop. There's a growing market in medical marijuana for animals. Just what does that mean for your dog or cat? I wonder if other pets are uh, using it, you know, like guinea pigs or... Well, I know, um, actually, I have a friend that uses it for his horse. Yeah, absolutely. I have, actually, I have a couple friends that use it for their horses. Apologize for my allergies here. I'm trying to think of... I know a lot of people use it for their dogs and for their cats. I'm trying to think of what else. Um Maybe some goats need it. Maybe they get upset when there's lightning and thunder and all sorts of crazy stuff going on out there. All right. Uh, Jamie Kennedy's dog, a Weimariner named Cooper, developed debilitating separation anxiety around the time he turned one year old. He followed me from room to room. I couldn't be out of his range of vision, says Kennedy, a writer in Los Angeles. I got to the point where if I had to leave the house, he would completely fall apart. If someone knocked on the door, he would lose his mind and drag his crate across the floor. And we're talking about a 125-pound dog. So Kennedy sought help from her vet who recommended doggy Xanax. But, says Kennedy, she didn't want to put him on anything long-term that could affect his personality. And instead, Kennedy, who has family in the burgeoning business of cannabis, sought out therapeutic doses of CBD oil, one of the components of marijuana, to calm Cooper. And she says it's working. He doesn't try to burst out of his crate when someone knocks on the door. He's gotten so much better. It helped in a major way. Cooper is in good company. As more states loosen marijuana laws, the market for pet therapeutics is growing, and many owners, like Kennedy, believe the drugs help their animals. In fact, a study in the spring of 2016 issue of the Journal of American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association found that among people who had purchased hemp products for their pets, more than 64% of dog owners and 66% of cat owners felt the pets benefited. Yeah, and I'd just like to say you. Dang cats out there. You guys are freaking you <laughs> jump out of nowhere. I still got my shabby scar right here. Just petting that cat so nice. And then, and then all of a sudden, someone said, oh, he's really mean. And I thought, what are you? And I got nervous. All of a sudden, the cat attack. That was it. Oh, I still got my scar. Oh, my Lord. All cats should be on CBD. All of them. Everywhere in the start putting them on the
3: but, uh, cray, cray Cats
1: are cray cray. Yes, you can. (laughs) Then give them some THC. (laughs) The American Veterinary Medical Association, the ABMA, has taken note of the rise in people's use of cannabis on their pets and in 2017 called for roadblocks on research to be lifted. Science behind marijuana for pets. Within the cannabis plant, you'll find more than 80 components that have medicinal value, says Stephen Katz, founder of the president of Therabist, a company that produces uh, treatments for Pets Made from Hemp Oil at we sell at Week. at, we at Weeks Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Whoop, whoop. Are these our little doggy treats that I like so much? Well, that, that my dog likes so much. <laughs> All right. They produce, uh, yeah, Treatments for Pets Made from Hemp Oil. The two that have been studied most extensively are THC and CBD. THC is what gives its psychoactive properties, accounting for the high people experience when they use it. CBD stands for the 60 or more cannabinoids found in marijuana. These chemical compounds, which do not create a high, are also produced naturally by mammals, including humans, cats, dogs, and horses, in the endocannabinoid system. the body plays a role in the body's anti-inflammatory and pain management system, animals and humans have endocannabinoid receptors as part of the system, which makes them susceptible to the effects of CBD from cannabis. It's built into our bodies, says James Gaynor, a veterinary anesthesiologist in Breckenridge, Colorado. So it's no surprise that people think these compounds will work. Although THC may have medicinal value for people, pets are particularly susceptible to the psychotropic element of it. They can suffer seizures, coma, or death. So, most research and product development for pets is focused on CBDs derived from hemp, a cannabis plant that has extremely low levels of THC. Animals might potentially reap some of the same benefits uh, from CBD as uh, people seem to, says Lisa Moses, head of pain and palliative care at Angel Animal Medical Center in Boston. I'm a palliative care and chronic pain veterinarian, and lots of my patients have the same problems as people with cancer and chronic illness have. Loss of of appetite, nausea, loss of mobility. I would love to see a therapy available that would address those problems. But, says Moses, the research is not there yet. The research void. Research on cannabis for the veterinary patient population is in its infancy, says Narda G. Robinson, President and CEO of CuraCore Integrative Medicine and Education Center in Fort Collins, Colorado. Just like for humans, the research money has been uh, severely restricted because of the legal regulations around studying marijuana. All products derived from the cannabis plant, including hemp oil and CBD, are classified as Schedule I drugs, meaning they are considered to have little to no medical benefit and a high potential for abuse. <clears throat> because marijuana is considered illegal by the federal government, you have to go through a lot of obstacles to get permits to get marijuana to study it, says most. That frustrates practitioners who see potential in the treatment. It's crazy that hemp especially is still considered a Schedule I drug by the federal government, says Gaynor. Hemp has zero addiction potential, and we have great physiologic uh, data now emerging that can be really beneficial. It can be beneficial for lots of people of lots of types of pain. We have also found that it can be really beneficial for anxiety, and in a number of dogs, it can have an anti-epileptic effect pretty consistently. Until recently, animal experts have had nothing but anecdotal evidence uh, and studies on humans to guide their way. In the fall of 2017, the School of Veterinary Medicine at the University of California, Davis, launched the first large peer-reviewed study of the use and effectiveness of CBD products for pets. And two studies are underway at Colorado State University investigating CBD as a treatment for osteoarthritis and seizures in dogs. Why veterinarians want more research? Officially, the AVMA does not have a position on medical marijuana for pets because, quote, it is against the law in every state, quote, says Mike Topper, former president of the AVMA. Veterinarians making treatment decisions have to be in compliance with federal, state, and local laws and regulations, quote. But meanwhile, people are using cannabis on their animals in record numbers, and many are finding that it helps. The AVMA's advocacy arm has taken notice and is pushing for change that would make more research possible. The AVMA already considered it, considers it essential to share information about toxicity with its member vets. Quote, we explain what is known about cannabis in animals, but there's not a whole lot known, says Topper. Uh, it says the wild west of products. With 60-plus CBD compounds and many different plants, there's no guarantee of consistency between products, notes Gainer, Just because a plant from one place has an effect, it doesn't mean a plant from another place will have a similar effect. That is true. Additionally, since there's no regulation of these products, there's absolutely no guarantee that their labels accurately describe the contents. Well, there might be undesirable ingredients not listed on the label, quote, says Robinson, including contaminants, pharmaceutical compounds, and unidentified species of plants and or animals. We also typically don't know the amount and nature of pesticides, herbicides, fungicides used in the growing and storage of the plant product. The biggest risk we, uh, <clears throat> may be what pets are accidentally getting from cannabis remedies, uh, agrees Gainer. Quote, hemp has been used in the past to help pull toxins out of the soil. There could be some products that have very undesirable compounds in them. There are independent laboratories that will test CBD products for contaminants and ensure they contain the compound advertised in them, so Gaynor says it's important for anyone interested in using these products to do due diligence on them. That's right. Get this stuff tested, kids. Quote, I'll contact the companies and ask for a laboratory an- analysis of what is in the product, and they will invariably say no, it's proprietary information. I don't buy into that, says Gaynor. Quote, drug companies come up with new drugs all the time, but they need to tell us what's in them. There are probably only a couple of companies that will say Here's the analysis. Here's exactly what's in it. Gainer urges clients to buy pet products only from a supplier who is willing to provide that analysis. Oh, I wholeheartedly agree. Because it's really important to know what's in your stuff. Um, the danger of THC. One thing veterinarians can say for sure is that the rise of the legal marijuana movement has led to a spike in pets accidentally getting into edibles and suffering overdoses. Although, there are no national... Figures: uh, A study conducted in Colorado found that a number of cases of marijuana toxicity in pets quadrupled over a five-year period as licenses for human medical marijuana mushrooms in the state. <clears throat> Quote, in my hospital, I see at least one case a day in which a pet ate their owner's marijuana or edibles and is sick, says Moses. They have urinary incontinence, weakness. In the high end sometimes they have altered states of consciousness and may be stuporous or even comatose. That happened to Walter, that was really sad. Um, On the other hand, anecdotal evidence shows that CBD is safe for pets. It seems you can increase the dose pretty significantly without any side effects, Kainer says. Um, What pet owners should know. Robinson cautions clients to not try CBD without a visit to the vet. Quote, the ideal approach would be consulting with their veterinary first in order to find out what the problem might be and then examine the options. She said, I get inquiries every single day from pet owners. I guide them away from marijuana and into hemp and tell them the main concern is transparency. We want to use a product that we're confident in. Often they ask, will I be able to take my dog off all his pain medications? And I say, probably not. This needs to be a multimodal approach and CBDs are likely to be a part of the puzzle. I recommend people seek out veterinarians who can guide them through this. But until clinical research catches up with the practice of using CBD on pets, veterinarians are being forced to help patients like Cooper Without much, without much good science to guide the way. Well, and it's coming. Like we said, it's coming. There's science out there. There's studies out there you can find. Um, but right now, there is. It, it is a lot of anecdotal with pets because they can't talk, and that's the whole thing. They can't say, "Hey, this is helping. Hey, this isn't." Uh, recently, I went through. My dog went through seizures for a couple months, and taking him off some medications and adding cannabis and sometimes adding too much or sometimes not enough. Well, I think we, and, and his vet was very, very, very open to using the full plant, the full spectrum. Um, And, and now we've found a, a really good balance. He's still on some of his Western medications and he's on more cannabis regularly and he's doing well and hasn't had a seizure for, I believe, six weeks, which is spectacular. That's really, 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 really amazing. Um, and that's the other thing I want to talk to you about real quickly before the show's over. I can't even believe it's almost over. And Cannabis Kid, we miss you today, and we hope to see you next week. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Label on your product. If something says it's full spectrum and also says there's no THC, there's a little conflict there. People are starting to use the term broad spectrum, meaning there are there's a lot of the cannabinoids in there, but there might not be a THC. Hemp? products our government de- defines as having less than 0.3% or less THC in it so yes there is THC in a full spectrum product yes there is the possibility of that showing up on your drug test and and who knows CBD could show up on your drug test we don't know exactly um, what's being put out there in the markets these days um, for drug set, for drug tests and we know THC is out there We do know it stores in your fat cells. I don't know how much 0.3 adds up to, you know, if you're doing a lot of hemp every day. Could it add up to something uh, that could be in your system? I'm not the one. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Um, That would have to be done by, you know, that would be a really interesting test, actually, to have somebody who only has ever used CBD products go and drop for a drug test and see what would come up. Versus someone who does both uh, the full plant and CBD, because so you—I wonder if the CBD levels would be—I wonder if it would they be higher or same or who knows—but THC would be there if you do the cannabis. At any rate, you got to uh, know your body and know what's going on, and if you are going to use it in your pets, you should consult with your um, veterinary veterinarian specialist. Um, if they don't want you to do it it's up to you whether you want to do it or not you can find another vet or you can just try it i was lucky and fortunate enough to to have a vet that supported it but it's always important to let your doctor even know what you're taking so um always let my doctor know it's the only thing i'm on is cannabis all right folks and that concludes another episode of Weed Day Wednesday. Happy May, everybody! Go dance around a maypole or something. Grab a colored colored string or something and tie it on and just swirl around and have a good Mayday. Day.
3: It's going to be a beautiful day. It's supposed
1: to be like 87 today. So that's, that's That's pretty sweet. 87, nice and warm, but it's not too hot that so you're like, oh my god, I got to get in the pool. But you can sit by the pool and put your toes in at least. That's a good day. Alright, everybody, get out there. Uh, come on down to week's Health Center, 3, 26 East Broadway Boulevard. We want to thank Growers House and Canada Health Online Digital Magazine. Shout out to the House, Hoffman Park Puppy Pack out there. And everybody, remember to just get educated out there. Be smart, be safe, and educate. I'll see you next week. Woo-hoo! Wear sunscreen. It only takes 15 minutes to burn. <laughs>
3: True, if I saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs>